Podcast. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? E-Society Podcast, episode 281. Um, we're just coming in to drop this for you guys. We dropped a bunch of episodes this week, so I don't want to hear anybody complaining that we didn't give you one. We gave you f- what, four or five? I don't know. Uh, two. Well, shout out. We love you all. Yeah, two. Uh, um, what the hell's that show you guys are watching? Uh, Last of Last Us. Last of Us. Two shows uh, of that. Uh, was it the Aliens one as well? Aliens. Yeah, Aliens. Commentary, uh, regular episode, two, 280. And, oh, uh, ESP at the movies, knock at the cabin. So I don't want to hear anyone complaining to me. So stop blowing up my messages. Where's the episode? No, we, we love you. you. We love you. We gave you guys a bunch <laughs> this up, week. Blow it up. <laughs> We gave you guys a bunch this week, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm going to be uh, out of town this weekend. So uh, I know uh, Elimination Chamber is tomorrow. Um, WWE, I don't know, somewhere. I don't know exactly where. But um, Brian and I will be covering that on the, the Wrestling Returns. So keep an eye on uh, everything over there. We'll let you guys know when that is. Uh, everything dealing with... The Horror Returns, go to thehorrorreturns.com for everything. Uh, also, uh, Brian and I, uh, we're back with THR Present Stream Fiends. So we are covering the 1990, was it 1990 film? Yeah, 1990, Prayer of the Roller Boys with uh, the late and great uh, Corey Haim and Patricia Arquette. And a bunch of other people. It was one of those straight-to-video movies type of things. But, uh, yeah, we, we covered that. Um, Action Returns. We haven't done it yet, but we are doing uh, the 80s classic, Enter the Ninja. So be prepared for that. Oh, oh um, shout-out to Sam. I I think it's his birthday. Rachel <laughs> kind of mentioned it. Uh, but uh, right on, brother, man, for representing for us with your uh, E-Society shirt. Thank you so much. Uh, you are officially one of us, one of us, one of us. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys know that reference, um, but uh, again, this is just going to be a random, random episode off the top. But uh, sports-wise, what are you watching? So it's NBA All Star Weekend, one of my favorite times of the year. I love the NBA. I love All Star Weekend. One year I'm going to go. It's uh, like summer league. This is like one of the times. It's just fun for the fans. I think this would actually be even more exciting, honestly, than summer league. I, I, I do really want to go to summer league, but this is like it's just a party. The fans, celebrities come out. It's in Utah, Salt Lake City this year. I sent you that funny thing. Somebody printed a shirt without thinking too much, and they put uh, Salt Lake, Utah, S-L-U-T. But yeah, right now, uh, things are just getting underway with the celebrity game, and it's usually just a huge mess. It's 
it's usually not that great. Uh, sometimes a little fun can be had. They did show a flashback uh, photo, though, from just a couple of years ago. Uh, Kevin Hart won like four of these <laughs> uh, celebrity game MVPs. And I noticed in the back of a shot, Chadwick played in that game. And I was like, oh, how sad. Like, just it's crazy, you know? There one minute, gone the next, you know? But, uh, whoa. As in celebrities, where, or I mean, like okay. sports, sports celebrities, or like, well, let me music let and me TV give you the rundown. Movies. Let me give you the rundown because honestly, I shared this list with Jade, and she's like, I know more on Team Dwayne than I do on Team Ryan. So there's two teams: Team Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, former uh, NBA great legend, soon to be Hall of Famer, and then Team Ryan, one of the. Uh, owners of the jazz um so this is their team and i'll just run down my one by one uh, honestly i don't even know all the names so i'd be curious to see if you know the names let's start with team Dwayne, uh nikki jam nope okay nope me either jesser nope uh i didn't know who it was but i guess it's a basketball youtuber from what i saw simu lu nope that's Shang-Chi. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, DK Metcalf. Uh, sounds familiar. He's a wide receiver on your Seattle Seahawks. Okay, that's why I know it. <laughs> he's he's actually really good. He's dunking like left and right. He is like the person to see here. Like he's. He's making it fun by like dunking left and right because he's hella tall already. He's like six seven, six eight something, hella muscular, and like yeah, he's just dunking left and right. So he's making it a lot of fun. Uh, what's his name? Hassan uh, Menhaj, the mm-hmm. talk show guy. He's got the Netflix show. Nope. Janelle Monae. Oh, uh, I know the name, and I'm sure I can see the face, but what does she do? She's a singer. She's also an actress. She was in... Uh, Wasn't she in Nope? Glass Onion. Oh, she was in... Who was in Nope? Uh, Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. All right. Yeah. Uh, Arike Umbuale. That sounds familiar. She's uh, in the WNBA. Okay. 21 Savage. I know who that is. Yeah, I've heard the name, even though I'm not familiar with the work. Ronveer Singh? No. I think I saw he's like, uh, has a talk show. He's big in Brazil. Uh, Francais Tufaut? Nope. Alex Toussaint? Nope. I think he's a Peloton instructor. So that's Team Dwayne. Here's what? Team Ryan. <laughs> huh? A what? Uh, uh, Peloton, you know, the exercise bike. They got the classes and stuff. He's a Peloton instructor. If you have a Peloton, it's like a bike and you it's like a online class. So like hundreds of people can like join in on this class with this guy. And how much is all that? You can't just do it on your own. You got to No, pay. the bike is hella expensive. It's a couple thousand dollars. And then it's like, it's like a subscription fee, like 20, 30 bucks a month to like tune into these classes. 
<laughs> All right, everyone. Yeah, to each his own. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I just get on my bike and ride. Right. Not my not outside. I have one here in the studio. Right. I just sit okay. there and turn turn the TV on and just start riding. Yeah, I mean that works too. I mean, honestly, <laughs> people that I that I've heard that have got it, like they love it. So good for them. Shout out to them. But yeah, it's quite the investment. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, Team Ryan, Kane Brown. Nope. No, I don't know. Corday. Mm, nope. No, I don't know either. Diamond De Shields. Nope. She's in the WNBA. Calvin Johnson. That one sounds familiar. Ex NFL wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. No, no. Yep. Marcos Mion. That sounds familiar. I think he's singer? also a Brazilian. Oh. It's either it's either a singer or a, also a TV host in Brazil. Hmm. Uh, the name sounds familiar, but I right. <laughs> the Miz, of course. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he was he, he was good when he came out. He did the uh, the Hogan style. He ripped his 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 t shirt off to reveal his jersey. <laughs> Miz has come a long way from uh, the road rules, or uh, yeah, the challenge. No, before all that, he was. I think it was road rules. Yeah, road rules, and then yeah, the challenge. Then he started doing all that. Him and uh, his buddy Mark, they hit it off. Um, they just they were calling him Mike in the beginning, and then he yeah, was up, yeah. and I'm, I'm Mike the Miz, and then yep, yep. Once he started doing wrestling, he already had his name. He, he just yeah. the Miz. And because uh, he he's a heel now, well, he kind of for a while he was going back and forth. But back to me, forth. I think he's best as a heel. He's fucking awesome on the mic, and he's good in the ring. And he can he could just off the top of his head, just craziness. Uh, and he and he's he's hilarious, man. I love the Miz. <laughs> Next up, we got Everett Osborne. Don't know that one either. Ozuna? Nope. Yeah, they that person has a pop. I think they're a, a reggae singer. Uh, Albert Pujols? Is he a baseball player? He is. Legendary Anaheim? baseball player. Yep. Anaheim? Right. All right. Uh, Anaheim, St. Louis. Yeah. Both played for both of those. Uh, Guillermo Rodriguez? Is that um, Jimmy Kimmel's guy? Yeah. He just, <laughs> as we started recording, he shot it, and he did what, what they call a wedgie. It stuck between the rim and the backboard. The ball got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Guillermo. I was speaking of Guillermo. I love him. He's awesome on Jimmy Kimmel, but his best is when Jimmy sends him places to interview people especially the oscars he's on the red carpet and yeah he goes to the nba finals every year i know everybody knows him so they all come running up and laughing he's always got uh well he was doing the booze thing i i think he did it last year at the oscars but with all the the covid and all that it, some people were like ah oh, no it's all right all right but then they're like if it i'll do it and then they'll still they'll still drink from from his his little thing of uh, tequila. So, I mean, he's got his regulars that just always run up to him when they see him. 
Right. And then you got everyone else that's kind of like, oh, hey. And uh, I was like, come on. Just give him yeah. time. You guys you guys know who he is, but he, he's hilarious. There was one that, um, I don't know if it's still there, that if, for those of you that live in the Los Angeles area, that building downtown that's like round, uh, and it had a slide on the outside, like a see-through slide, that really thick plexiglass or whatever it is. I couldn't do it. I I just I, I couldn't. I don't think I could. I would just I'm just scared of heights. I don't think I could uh, get it get on that slide. I think it just went like maybe one, maybe two floors. But you get in, you sit on a, um uh like a cloth thing, kind of like a gunny sack type of thing. And he wouldn't. He he did it, but it took him a while. He finally just. He was all nervous and scared, and he just got on and he ah, screamed all the way down to the bottom. I think it either went one floor or two floors. I, I can't remember, but I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't know if that thing is still there. It, it, this was a year, few years ago. It was before all the the COVID and everything. But I don't think I can do it, especially that um, uh, in Chicago. It used to be the Sears, the Sears Tower. I don't know what it's called now. For our Chicago listeners, but um, I've been up to there to the top of that building. It's you only go, you're not outside, you're inside. But that didn't bother me because we were inside. Um, I think if it was an obs- observation platform, I'd probably freak out. I mean, like how Empire State Building is, I can go up there, but I just just too too scared. Same thing with a space needle. <laughs> that scared me going up in the elevator. But anyway, um, I think. At the Sears Tower, again, I don't know what it's called, if it's Sears Tower or whatever it is. I think there's a part of it they built where you are you can stand over and it's like clear as a clear right. bottom. I don't, know, I don't know if I could do that. I just, that would that would be too, a little too much. Like that, um, I think it was the Grand Canyon, that big glass bridge that, that goes over the, the edge. Yeah. I don't think I could do that. Or or over in I think it's in Japan or somewhere over in Asia. They're walking across these um I don't know, like spikes or something in the side of this mountain. You're tethered to a cable, but I don't I don't think I could do any of that. I don't even think I can bungee jump or anything. I might get dizzy walking across bridges. That time uh, Renee and I were walking across um uh, that that new part of the Bay Bridge where you can uh, there's a a walk path you can walk along the side, dude. I was getting dizzy. I, I couldn't even walk near the rail. I had to lean more towards the, the where the cars were uh, just to be that close to them because I was just like, oh. But I made it all the way to Treasure Island and back. But wow. that was that was that was rough. Um, same thing with um the Golden Gate yeah Golden Gate Bridge. I went across there on a bike when I was younger and, and didn't have any issue, but now uh, we didn't barely went across it. I don't even think we got to the middle, and I was so dizzy, and I just I, I felt weird walking out there. This was before I saw that documentary, The Bridge. You guys have seen that. I just felt really eerie, like it just I didn't feel right. I I might have just been dizzy, and the anxiety was kicking in. But then later, after I watched that documentary, for those of you that haven't seen the bridge, it's 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 not for everyone. It's really sad. People that commit suicide jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, and these guys were filming it. Um, I don't know, dude. I felt weird. Like, mm. I don't know if 
if it, again, just my anxiety and being scared of heights, but I don't know. I, I just felt um, some kind of sense like this is not wrong, but I feel like something bad here. And then watching that documentary and I, then I started to think back to it. I was like, could that have been all the spirits walking around? I mean, there's spirits everywhere we go. I mean, there there's a, could be some in your house or at your place of business, but I don't know what it is. Again, it, it, I could have just been my anxiety and being just afraid of heights, but I just felt weird walking over there. I want to go back there and see if if I get that feeling again. And if I do, then then you'll know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm scared of heights, man. I don't, I don't know how we got into this topic, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, go go back to the the list you're reading. It's funny because there's only one more name on my list, even though there are a couple more people that like inadvertently joined. The last person on the list, shout out if you would listen. I obviously doubt you would, but uh, Sonequa Walls of the WNBA. So I was sitting on uh, her as the last name, but since it started when the broadcast started uh you had three broadcasters one of them richard jefferson former nba player he like a quarter in he like tore off his suit and he had a uh, like a referee jersey on so for a quarter he was a ref and then at halftime he switched into a jersey and he started playing on one of the teams and then from the crowd they brought out a guy who used to play for the jazz he played for a few teams in the league, but considered a little bit of a, a jazz favorite. Um, Carlos Boozer came out of the crowd. Um, so that's who's played. As of we're recording this right now, it's still on. Four minutes to go in the fourth. It's actually tied 66-66. And uh, DK Metcalf just had another huge dunk. The guy's just dunking left and right if uh, – his team wins, I think, just for the show he's putting on. I think he'll be Celebrity Game MVP. Um, Simu Lu, Shang-Chi, is on his team, too. And he I saw him early in the game. He had a uh, Ruffles four-point shot. So that's even further out from the three-point line. They do it just for this game. I, they might do it for the Rising Stars tonight, too. Um, which I'm actually looking forward to that even more. That's you know, the real NBA players, the first and second year players, and they cut them into four teams and then they play three games. They they do one versus one, then the winner of that goes to the final, and then another game, one versus one, the winner of that one goes to the final, and then they choose a champ that way. So they play like three mini games. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, one year I'd love to go to All-Star Weekend. It just looks like a lot of fun, everything. What's fun about basketball, you got it's a three-day celebration. Like I said, Friday night, you get the celebrity game and then the rising stars. Saturday night, you got the three-point shootout, skills challenge, and the dunk contest. And then Sunday is the actual game itself. And in between, you've got all these you know, parties going on, people from the basketball world, podcasts. Uh, one of them, No Dunks, is out there. I've been listening to those guys since, like, 2009 2010 uh they've gone through like three name changes since then they were the basketball jones and they got hired by nba tv and they were the starters then they got let go 
and now they're uh, no dunks. So, but yeah, and then they do like uh, they have like gear drops. I sent you one. I don't know if you saw on Instagram. Uh, John Morant's getting his first signature shoe, and uh, they did a little pop up. And when you buy it, you're in a little like ice shack, and they come shooting down a little ice chute to you. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. I was like, I was gonna say, what the, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, that's cool. I like when they do these these little pop up things. Yeah, in there. I mean, yeah. I wish they would do more where uh, either there or <laughs> in Reno or something. But yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> uh, I know they do them, and we we've been to them before. I mean, not right. these, but uh, the ones that they have in San Diego or right. New York when I'm out there. Right. But there's always yeah. ones in LA that I would like to go to. Yeah. That, that one when they did the Max, uh, right. Maxes from uh, Saved by the Bell. They had right. that one down there. Um, I think there was a movies from uh, Clerks. Clerks 2. Um, and I think they did one down there somewhere. I, I don't know. They're always having those those little things. Like that uh, that Jet. From, right. um, Pepsi. from that Netflix, <laughs> the yeah. Pepsi Jet thing. Like yeah. I, I I didn't walk on that. I get, I mentioned this before on the show that last time I was there. I didn't walk on that side of the street because it was hot and it was all in the sun. <laughs> but I saw that jet. I didn't, and I saw Netflix, but I didn't really right. pay attention on, on what was over there. So I mean, even still, man, getting that jet in that little parking lot was was cool enough i guess you see it if you live in that in that area hollywood la you sure you guys see yeah, everything yeah, it's probably nothing it's probably nothing to you guys but us yeah, don't live there. i know like every time netflix has anything like stranger things or whatever or um what's that one show they do the crown and stuff they they do some kind of pop-up event like that speaking, but, of, uh, pop, speaking of pops what happened down in there in hollywood yeah, a little bit of controversy. Uh, they were talking about it online, and it was interesting. The people who usually let us know online, if you follow them, Instagram, Twitter, Funko Finders, and Dis Funko, um, they didn't even want to talk too much on it because they didn't know. But I like scanning the comments. I found people that were actually in the know talking about it, and so I guess. Um, there's been a little leak of corruption into uh, Funko Hollywood, at least, uh, to where like uh, some people that are like resellers were able to get to uh, some people that had some power there in at uh, Funko Hollywood. And on top of that, they'd like they got in good with like the door people, like they bring them coffee and donuts and stuff like that. And like. They get ushered to the front of the line and then like they would get um, stuff like reserve held for them, like the chases and, you know, making sure they get the stuff for the reselling. So, uh, yeah, I guess it became a little bit of a, a little bit of a controversy. And interestingly, that came the same week that they had this sale out in Arizona, this warehouse sale. And I guess it got pretty rowdy there. The police were called. I don't know if any arrests were made, but yeah, um, pretty crazy. <laughs> I, it's a cutthroat business, 
boys and girls in the collectors and for those of you that are in the collector realm i mean would i like a hookup of course of course we would but (laughs) hook me up yeah but I, i mean it is it fair to regular collectors that don't have the hookup I don't know, man. That's why I say it's a cutthroat business. It's a cutthroat business. <laughs> it is who you know. Um, we don't. We don't know no one. So, but if anyone, you should know someone. I mean, for all <laughs> the stuff that you do and promote, yeah. you're giving them free promotion. It's not like they need it, but it's yeah. I don't know. It's funny. It's funny. Like I don't know. So, like, and something weird went down today, and they started awarding people for like. The Valentine's photo contest. And I had no word of that. And I went back and I checked their timeline and I didn't even see any mention of that. And I was like, that's weird. I don't know. Anyways, uh, 35 seconds left in the game. Team Dwayne up 76-70. Uh, DK Metcalf, while we were talking, uh, had a, a block and he turned it into transition. He turned it into another dunk. So. Almost for surely he's going to get MVP. But uh, yeah, that's your guy, Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> DK Metcalf going for uh, celeb game MVP, which yeah, Kevin Hart's won four times. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, is it celebrity refs or is it just regular? No, it's regular refs, but then they do things like I said, like a former NBA player, Richard Jefferson, he jumped in and did a little refing and like like I said, the coaches, Dwayne Wade, and um, I guess on Team Ryan too, also Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, league MVP champion. Him and his uh, brothers, they're like coaching hard too. They're like stepping on the floor and it was funny just a second ago like the refs trying to move him back that was a real game the coaches on the floor like that it'd be a technical foul but obviously this is just for fun it's just a celebrity game i do gotta say though considering the score is 76 70 um that's it goes to show actually this is probably even a more decent game than it usually is i think they usually struggle to even get towards 50 points like you know sometimes like in the 30s you know it's like these aren't (laughs) you know basketball players but um not surprisingly the uh 7-6 wide receiver for the seahawks uh he's just dunking left and right so (laughs) all right everyone we got a little special guest um he's joining us right now what are you gonna Uh say Thank you, Grandpa Fieldy, and um, gave me um that present. Oh, shout out! Love you. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. welcome. Bye, love you. Have fun. Bye, love you. Yep, have lots of fun. Yeah, the Grandpa Theo here, the Grandpa Zisu gave uh <laughs> these guys something. So, okay, go back in there. Shut the door. <laughs> Say bye. Bye. What? Bye. Bye. Say. Um, Say peace out, everybody. Peace out. You have that um, toy to give you? Yeah. Okay, go in there. Close <laughs> the door. So while this winds down, um, I could quickly mention a few things, and maybe I'll mention them on, on another regular show. But uh, I did get out to uh, the MCU's newest. I never miss it. 
opening day, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, excited for the start of the Kang Dynasty. And uh, did want to quickly mention a couple of reality shows, The Traders UK. And well, hold on. How, how was it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's not Marvel's best outing, but I enjoyed it a lot. Um, compared to the other two Ant-Man movies, I would say it's just so different. Like those had like a ground level vibe, a city vibe. This takes place all in the quantum realm, as the title says, which makes it actually uh, a more weird film. It actually gave me the vibe of uh, old 70s and 80s, like sci-fi, some would say cheesy type movies. Um, so it's interesting. And like I said, that's not that like that's a bad thing. But uh, yeah, obviously, I was most excited for... Uh, Kang, the start of the Kang dynasty here. So uh, it was great to see him uh, kick off. Uh, it's in the tradition of Marvel movies, even though, you know, some of them lately, like uh, Wakanda Forever, had a mid credit scene, but no very end credit scene. Uh, this one goes back to the tradition of having a mid credit scene and a very end of credit scene. So Make sure you start for that. Uh, stay for that. A very, um, very end? Very, very end, yes. And it's a good one, too. Those are both really good. Um, you'll want to see these uh, mid-credits and very end-of-credits scene, for sure. Um, very cool, very important. The future of the MCU. So uh, definitely recommend. Don't, don't uh, skip out on them. Um, two... Minor spoilers that aren't really spoilers. Um, one, if you're familiar with the first two Ant-Man films, you'll remember everybody loved uh, Michael Pena and his whole shtick. And if this indeed is this last version of Ant-Man, who knows? They could do more Ant-Man films in the future, but they got so much planned. Who knows? And I heard them before I saw this. They kept talking about like this is like the trilogy, the Ant-Man trilogy. Uh, it was a shame to see that there indeed is no Michael Pena in this film. So that was a bummer, especially if this is the last one in this kind of version of it. So that was a shame. The other thing, um, like I said, Ant-Man, you know, I'm sure in one way or another, you know, Ant-Man will return in some way. But uh they chose to put at the end of the film, instead of Ant-Man will return, it said Kang will return, which I found very interesting. Like I said, that's not much of a spoiler. We know the Kang dynasty is a thing and whatnot. But uh, I think The Miz just hit like this like half-court shot at the very end of the game that everybody's going crazy for. I don't know if he just won them the game or what. But if he did, that's nuts. He, the Miz from like half court. I wonder if he's going to be up in uh, Montreal. Because that's where uh, Elimination Chamber is taking place. Oh, I'm sure he can jump on. A I'm trying to yeah. see if he's he's wrestling, but I don't. Because I don't know. I don't think he would be doing that and then wrestle tomorrow. So I don't. I don't see his name on. Oh, there Any was the buzzer the... already hit. He was like a half court shot he hit at the end of the game, but it was after the buzzer. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. It looks like he ain't wrestling tomorrow, so that's probably why he's oh. there. 
because they so he probably, maybe he'll stay in uh, Salt Lake all weekend. <laughs> he'll either stay there and they're filming stuff, or maybe he'll shoot up to uh, Montreal and uh, commentate or something. I don't know. Even when he's not in the ring and he's off to the side talking shit, man, he's he's hella funny. So, but I'm sure if if he's down there, I'm sure there's cameras with him, uh, following him around just in case something or maybe work in some kind of work uh right. for some for something sure. later for smackdown yeah. raw whatever but uh, really I mean, quick he got all kinds of celebs with him too that he could pull in <laughs> yeah really quick uh montreal canada is where elimination wwe elimination chamber is uh here's here's the matches i don't know what order it's going to be uh undisputed wwe universal championship roman reign versus sammy Zayn. <sighs> course Roman's gonna win. It's either Roman's just gonna flat out win or something's gonna happen and it's gonna get stopped because I think this is this is the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. This is the end of the road to WrestleMania. So man, we knew that was coming. Uh Elimination Chamber, the uh the women the Raw Women's Championship match, uh Oscar, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia and Carmella. Um I would want Raquel Rodriguez to win, but I think they're going to go with uh, either Oscar or um, Carmella. Uh, they kind of used up Liv Morgan already. Nikki Cross, maybe. Natalia, they always do her dirty, so I, I don't see uh, her winning. Uh, the guys' elimination chamber, dumbass Austin Theory taking on Seth Rollins, Montez Ford, Daniel Damian Priest, uh, Johnny Gargano, and Bronson Reed. All right, they brought back Bronson Reed, so that's cool. Um, it was Bron- I think Bronson Reed was cut. I-, I I can't remember, but um, they were pushing Austin Theory when uh um Vince McMahon was was running everything, but then he left, so they just kicked him back. Uh, get back to the get back to the bench because we you're dumb and everyone hates you. Uh, I hate him, everyone. If you if he's your favorite, cool, but <laughs> he's garbage. Um. Seth Rollins, I mean, does he need to win? No. Damian Priest, they were pushing him, and now they're not. Uh, I would either want Montez Ford or Johnny Gargano to win. Um, who Who is they, – they're predicting – yeah, they're predicting Austin Theory to win. Uh, okay, anyway. Now, the next one I'm really looking forward to, uh, the Rated R Superstar Edge and uh, his wife, uh, Beth Phoenix, is taking on uh, Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. I think Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley is going to win because then this is going to lead into something for WrestleMania. So we'll see that. Uh, the next one, this is going to be a good uh, battle of the brutes. Brock Lesnar taking on Bobby Lashley. Um, it can go either way, but I'm leaning more towards Brock Lesnar because I always just let him win. But I think it'll be a good uh, match of them just throwing each other around uh, around the ring. Um, that's pretty much it. Um yeah, the Elimination Chambers, those two matches go on for a long time because there's so many people involved in them. So uh, I believe this pay-per-view is going to be like maybe four hours because that last pay-per-view was like pushing five. So I don't know. But we'll see. Um, again, I'll if you guys don't listen to the Wrestling Returns, uh, I'll, next episode I'll come on and give you uh, my take on the whole thing. But yeah, Elimination Chamber, Montreal, Canada, tomorrow... And, uh, yeah, um, for a full breakdown of what Brian and I listen to the wrestling returns whenever, 
Uh, we'll probably record that on Sunday when I come home. Uh, Sunday late, so it'll probably be out Monday for for those of you gonna, before you start bugging me about it. But uh, yeah, is the game still going? No. Uh, PK Metcalf, I'm pretty sure, did win um, MVP. That Miz shot was amazing. Is a highlight. That's incredible. He hit that half court shot, but it was after the buzzer. So technically, uh, it doesn't count points onto the board, but it remains a highlight. I'm sure you'll uh, see it even in uh, wrestling circles. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining because it's an awesome shot. It's a half court shot. So that was really cool that he hit it to in the game, even though, like I said, it didn't count. And now, oh, geez. I. The one, the game that I care about more, uh, that was airing on ESPN. <laughs> the game I actually care about, the uh, Rising Stars, has already kicked off over on uh, TNT here. Um, early lead, Pau Gasol's team's up 15-12 over uh, Darren Williams' team. Like I said, they're going to do, it's a three games. So there's four teams, and they're going to, do one game, and then the winner of that goes to the final. And then the second game, the winner of that goes to the final. And then winner of the final is your Rising Stars champ. So I'm excited. It's all first and second year's players. So, uh, yeah, really excited for that. But, yeah, one, one year I'd love to go and just do the whole experience. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then all the fun events around it. Um the uh, like I said, those guys I've been listening to forever on No Dunks. They're I think actually right now they're doing a live uh, show in Utah because I I heard it was going to be at the same time as uh, Rising Stars. So that'd be pretty cool to be at too. I obviously though I how could you not choose uh, seeing one of the games though over as much as I'd love to see uh, those guys. <laughs> You're there for. Uh, the event. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. My choice. But um, my number one basketball pod here in a couple weeks, March 6th, they're doing a live recording uh, in L.A. I'd love to go to uh, – it's just right on the edge of uh, – I'd have to like request it off now. And uh, it's a pretty big commitment, a pretty big drive, as I just did that drive for uh, Disney here at the start of the year. It's – be kind of a big, big deal to for me to uh, drive that far. As much as I'd love to to do it, uh, I don't know if I'll be able to do it this time. Hopefully, sometimes because uh, they are my favorite at the uh, mismatch. Hmm. And when is that? Uh, March. March sixth. So. Okay. Yeah, what they is? were joking. They were joking on uh, Twitter that. <laughs> They broke the news at five on Friday and it's like, that's when like people always drop news. So it like doesn't get reported and stuff. So they were kind of joking that the ringer kind of did them dirty by announcing it at five on a Friday. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, yeah. Someday, someday I'd love to, see those guys kevin o'connor and chris vernon mismatch but uh yeah anyways uh 
got two shows I wanted to run by you real quick. Uh, Quite really, really quick. Let me ask you this question. Um, sure. Have you have you watched The Sopranos, like the whole th- series? No. Um, it's one of those shows, like many shows, where I couldn't help but like keep up by hearing about it and I saw the people talk about it and people I knew like told me in general the story. So it was kind of one of those weird things where I in general knew what was going on without having watched it. So it's like a show I know about, but I haven't personally like watched the whole thing. Cause I just started it. Um, I'd seen bits and pieces and watching scenes on YouTube or whatever. Sure. Uh, I saw the finale, the ending, the right. very, very like, ending. So I know, <laughs> I know what happens and it was nothing. Yeah. Exciting. So controversial. So controversial. That's what they're um, going for though. Spoiler alert. You guys should, if you guys know what the show is, I mean, everyone thought Tony Soprano was going to get killed, but he just ended and he up. He did. He did. That's he was sick. He didn't get killed. He was. You don't know. We don't know what happened. He was no, just he sitting. Did. That's why it ends. Don't was, stop. And whatever he's, uh, he, he goes he black. He, yeah, he's he's assassinated. That's I don't what it think is. so. I don't think so. They didn't show. If they didn't, I didn't see it. It didn't happen. So it it's because the whole story's about him. So when he dies, it's over, and that's how uh, it ended. We he never died. know. We never know. For those of you that saw the episode. Uh, if you think he got killed, I just I was just like, that's it. This is how it's gonna end. But I've never seen any full episode, so I'm starting from the very beginning. And you gotta uh, finish the wire. <laughs> oh, I, I gotta get back to that. The reason I'm watching The Sopranos now, uh, shout out to the guys at uh, Growing Up Italian podcast. <laughs> Listening yeah. to them and all them, and they. The, there was a little guy, a little comedian guy on there, uh, Mario Bosco. Shout out to him, uh, straight out of Brooklyn. Uh, hit that biggie. We're um, he was talking. He was one of the um, stand-ins for, uh, I guess, Tony Soprano's little son on the show. So um, they were talking about it, and he was really kind of going on. He was actually a consultant. Uh, from when they were speaking Italian and everything. So he was really talking about how everybody was really cool. And I do see clips. Uh, a buddy of mine, Jeff, he was always talking about, oh, man, you got to watch it. It's hella good. This is when it was going. And then I just kind of never. I think I had HBO and then I didn't have it for years. So I just didn't even bother with it. But now that I got it, shout out to Brian. Uh, I want to just I'll just throw episodes on here and there. I'm not going to sit down and really dive into it because i'm watching uh 18 whatever that show is the yellowstone prequel i'm watching that oh i finished uh survivor uh, hey. that, episode, that episode with coach we we finished it last night we were up late nice. like it was like 2 30 when we were done because we it was coming down to the last uh two episodes and the season finale was an hour and a half and then right. we watched the uh reunion so, show yeah. <laughs> so uh, you, do you see? Do you gonna you gonna start heroes and villains? We started the beginning because I wanted to see who was in cool. it. Other cool. than Coach JT returns, uh, the winner of that that season eighteen that I just watched, and they were shown. There was another guy. Uh, he was one of the heroes, big old wild looking dude. I remember people talking about him and seeing pictures. His picture was like all over the place, and 
I don't know if he won, but some guy named Rupert, who's oh, like yeah, a yeah. Wild, wild caveman. Uh, he he was on. He was a, he's a hero. No, so, he's a villain. No, he? I I just watched the beginning. He was in the hero helicopter because they had the all the helicopters flying in, and he was in the with the heroes and all the villains and coach and the rest of them. I don't even know who the other people were. Were all in in other helicopters. I think there was like four or five helicopters full of them. I'm so, pretty sure he was a villain. It said hero under his name. Well, so I I don't know, but anyway, uh, we're gonna start that. So, um, but yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, I didn't like JT in the beginning. For those of you that watch watch Survivor, I didn't like him in the beginning. He was just some Yahoo guy. Um, but in the end, man, he he was playing the game right. He he was nice to everybody, and then that was pr- pretty much the main reason why he won. Um, it got a little cutthroat towards the end when it, when it was getting to the final uh, few guys, and then you can see who was really true. Uh, the 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 last two guys, JT and I can't remember the other guy. I think his name was Steven, uh, some nerdy guy. They didn't know each other, but then I guess thirty nine days they became like BFFs or whatever. But at the end, that last um, uh, tribal meeting or whatever the hell it is at the end, tribal council thing, Steven kind of flipped on JT and they were kind of going back and forth because they have the jury and everyone was saying, well, you were saying this and you said that about him and this and that. And yeah. it, it was going back and forth. And I was jury, like, you know boy. what? You, you, you got to play the game. And I think uh, I couldn't go on there now because if any of you guys watch Survivor and everything, I could go on because there was old people on there. But uh, yeah. I have no I have no desire to go out in the middle of nowhere and and <laughs> and starve. It would be good for me to lose hella weight, but now nah, I'm good. Um, but I was like, man, you you got to you got to keep your mouth shut. And play the game. Don't because everyone was like, yeah. I made an alliance with him, and then he turned on me. And there were some people that got really bitter about that. Oh yeah, and I'm like, name too. That's what makes it so hard because it's all about the social dynamics, and like, you gotta, you actually gotta make people like you. You know, I mean, that's why he just uh, coaches downfalls. You keep him, yeah. He he needed to keep his mouth shut, as well as some of the other ones. There was this one girl named Erin on there. She looked all rough and rugged, but when she came back, she got kicked off. She came back all looking all good, makeup and a little skinny for my taste. But it, it was, I thought she was pretty hot. I mean, she, once she cleaned herself up and uh, fixed her hair and everything, because these these girls are all wild and crazy looking. Um, and uh, what's her name? Taj, uh, the uh, the the young black woman. Um, she was in that uh, singing group, SWV. That's right. And she's married to NFL uh, uh, great Eddie George. They meant they meant she just said she was a pop singer or R and B singer, and that was it. I didn't. Yep. I, I I remember SWV, but I don't remember anyone's names. And they showed a picture of the group, and then yep. they said awesome. they said it. I went, oh, love only, And there was only one song that I remembered, and it was the uh, one where they used that Michael Jackson song. And uh, the dude SWV just reminded me of a time in my work career that I hated. Not working for Southwest. That's like the greatest job ever. Uh, I was working at the uh, Army base in Oakland, uh, the, the port of Oakland. 
Uh, I hated that job. I hated it so much. I hated going there. Everybody I was working with was cool. It was just, I, I just hated it. Um, but I sacked up. It was a job. I had a baby coming. Uh, it was when Renee was pregnant with Tiga. So, I mean, I, I did what I was supposed to do. Man, I, I fucking got my, got my ass off my shoulders and, and found a job and was just working uh, to support my family. Again, I hated, I hated that job. And, every, and it was in these warehouses, and they had music blasting in the uh, little speakers. But every day, Monday to Friday, it was a different station. And it was right when that song, that SWV song, was like uh, the hit. Here. Right and, here is what it's called. Yeah, and every time I heard it, I I'm like, uh it just I it just it. made it made me mad. And, and then I was like, uh, when Renee was like, I don't remember. So I I found it because they had, they had a few hit. Well, that was probably their biggest hit. I know they had a couple more, but uh, and I right found here. it. And I I played it for her, and she was like, Oh, okay, I remember the song. And then it just yeah. made me think. Of how much I hated working at the Oakland Army base. That's funny because actually, uh, he's the exact opposite. It gives it makes me fond memories of the Bay Area. So, <laughs> oh fuck, man, I I was just like ah. But I mean, Taj, she was awesome. Uh, she got did she get done dirty? People may think she did. No, man, is a part of the game. Somebody had to go. But they they were telling her lies and and you you have to you gotta lie, you gotta lie, <laughs> cheat and steal on these games. I don't care what anybody says. Shout out to the yeah. late uh, Eddie Guerrero. But you have to to do if you want to win. TJ will always say that, but once you get around people, that's when it gets hard. Everybody says they're gonna be the villain, that they're going to play to win, that they're going to backstab everybody. But then you get around people and most people can't handle it. They can't, they can't actually hurt people. Yeah, you can. If you don't know, so you don't, you don't know them. You can't, I couldn't do that to the Zisu here. Cause I know him, but if it was <laughs> someone that I didn't know and we were playing some game, hell yeah, I could. That's why I can't go on these shows. Cause I'm telling you my game plan. But right. if any of you younger listeners out there, want to go on these shows think of that but keep your mouth shut just play the game but play to win don't just go on there if, if you if you make friends you make friends but remember you still gotta just you can't be that cool with them you could tell them that you are because at the very very end when tj and steven were go, were kind of going at it steven was going at it more than tj was Fishback. but but tj was like more of you know what it's all right because when he won, he was like, "It's all right, man. He he's still my friend." But I was I, I, at first I'd have been I don't, I don't think I could have been that guy's friend after all the shit he was just saying to right. try to to try to save his neck. But it it was too late. Right. And every everybody was already on board for TJ because when they um they came down. I'm sorry, sir. You some probably like why are you still talking about this old show? Anyway, um <laughs> they everybody had their mind made up because. TJ was a nice guy. He played the game. He played the win. He did. He had his alliances. But in the end, when it came down to those two kind of to plead their case on why they should win, he didn't make try to make the other guy look like an asshole. He just kind of when that guy was talking stuff about TJ or JT, he just sat there and kind of like nodded, but kept it in. 
So when it came down to the jury voting to see who was going to win, it was like a landslide. Everybody voted for for JT. <laughs> so yeah. and the thing that was cool, though, he looked all rough and rugged for being out in the in the desert and jungle and everything for 39 days. But he when he was on that uh, show in the when they announced the winner in New York. It didn't even look like JT. He just he was all cleaned up, and I was yep. like, "Who the hell is this dude?" So, but now he, they don't do it. They don't do it that way. That was a thing for a while where he would you would get to the end of the game in the jungle, and he's like, "I'd like to read the winner, but I'm not going to. I'll see you in New York, or I'll see you in LA." Well, especially <sighs> since the virus, they quit doing that, and he reads it right on the spot, right after the final vote. Now, in the most recent seasons. The winners announced right away, and then they go right into the after show. So, what season is it? Are they on? I'm not gonna watch it, but I'm just. I think like 44. Yeah. Because they do two a year, and it's Great. been like 20 years. Oh yeah. So it started I, in 2000, and they do two two a year. So I was kind of interested in uh, season 19 because they were gonna they were gonna be in uh, Samoa, on one of the island on one of the islands, but I'm like. I can't call it, get caught up in this, sure. but I am going to watch the the heroes and villains just because. Yeah, yeah, I'd there. love to hear your thoughts on it, especially since you know, you know, coach and everything. Like, yeah, I still got. Uh, I, I I was sitting there thinking of questions of everything, and they even uh, I'll, it'll be a question I'm going to ask him because when he was talking about that whole Amazon thing and getting captured, and uh, they wanted him to take a lie detector test, but he had declined it. From from the host. What's the host's name? Jeff. Jeff yeah. Probst. Him. He goes, yeah, I asked him, but he, he, he said no. But Coach, when he was back in California, he uh, he got one. And it was, he had the official thing, and they said he was telling the truth. But I don't know. Some of you guys, some people might think you can manipulate those things. Sure. I don't ever, I don't ever want to be hooked up on one of those things. No. But. But uh, yeah, I am going to ask him those. I, I'm not going to be like, nah, I don't believe you. I want to hear that story because he kind of just sure. told yeah. it really quick on on the yeah. show. I want to hear what happened. He said he was attacked by a shark. I want to hear that story and everything else. I mainly want to know what his tattoos mean because uh, he had I don't know some kind of writing that went all the way around his arm, and then he had his other thing. He was the dragon slayer and. Uh, I want to know if he has that stick still, because he when he was in exile, uh, I don't know about he. They think he said he was out there for three days and didn't eat or drink. I I couldn't do that; I just died. <laughs> but um, they he had this stick that he found, and he just whittled off or debarked the whole thing. And that the stick that he found, it looked like a dragon head. I mean, it looked like it before he fixed it all up. But I, I want to know if he still has that, but. Again, we got more questions for him. So, sure. as soon as he, uh, we find a time to to come on the show again, everyone. This again, it's not going to be for a while. So, if you have questions that you want to ask, uh, if you know who uh, Ben Wade is, aka Coach, or if you just have questions about Survivor in general, uh, shoot them on over and, and we'll ask them. But yeah, I, I just remembered I finished that show last night. But yeah, I'm oh, yeah. I got to watch that other show now so I can at least right. uh, ask some questions yeah, about about exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear what you think about it. But yeah, I want to spin that into uh, another reality show. I, I mentioned uh, the U.S. version not too long ago, and I texted you today about uh, me watching the U.K. version of The Traitors, 
they've they uh to start the year uh peacock had the u.s version of the traders and then just this week they added the uk version and the australian version of the traders to peacock so uh interestingly the uk version it takes place in the same uh scottish mansion and the missions are all the same as the U.S. one, but obviously the cast is completely different, so the gameplay turns out all different. Uh, if you don't remember, the way the Traders works is they bring in a ton of people. I think it's like 24 people, and they all start out as so-called faithful and then the host of the show has them all blindfold up and she goes around multiple, multiple times so nobody can indicate. And she picks out then three people to play as traitors. So then those three people are traitors. And then it's the rest of the faithful's job to try to eliminate these traitors. But it's everybody has a vote to eliminate. So they do every night, they do one. They try to get a traitor out, but if they're wrong, they're going to eliminate one of their own, one of the faithful. And then regardless of what happens, too, it's up to the traitors to meet every night, and then their so-called murder somebody, they eliminate them from the game. So it's like one of those type of things. Um, I was really interested in the U.S. one, except for uh, Kate from the show Below Deck. I felt like she really brought down that season. She really sucked the life out of it. She was really negative and not very fun. And people kept keeping her in the game because they were using her as a shield, basically. But to me, she kind of ruined that season. And watching the UK version like solidified that opinion even more. Uh, all these people from the UK, they were all like first-time reality TV players. The US version had half... Um, like reality vets and then half first timers. This UK cast was all first timers. So it was actually a lot more enjoyable. And like, obviously, sometimes it actually gets really heated. Like, people try, people that actually are faithful, you know, trying to defend themselves, people coming at them. And, and, and then the actual traitors trying not to get caught. And like, I swear I'm a faithful. I swear I'm a faithful. And, um, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I could tell. I'm guessing the UK version came first because it was so good. When I finished it, I was like, okay, like I understand why this led to the Australian version, the US version. So after I was done, I hit play on Australia, and it turns out they're not using the same house. It's, I guess, an Australian mansion. So uh, it looks like that'll be an all different game. So uh, looking forward to checking that at some point. But yeah, the traders on Peacock. Definitely, if you're going to check it out, check out the UK version. That's the one I I recommend. And that's on Netflix. Is that what you said? Oh, Peacock. Or Peacock. I'm sorry. I was looking at something on Netflix. That's why yeah. I popped in my head. Traders. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And honestly, like you're coming off Survivor. I know you don't want to watch all the Survivor shows, but like. If you want like this, like that, that type of show, that competition show, and it's hard actually, I've found not to get on the traitor's side. Like you could say they are the villains of the show. They are the traitors. Everybody else is a faithful, but like, I don't know. It's something fun kind of cheering for these people that are 
playing the game like deceiving, you know, trying to pretend to be faithful, but they're the the villains, you know. <laughs> I just said that's how you play these games, everybody. Come yeah. on. So yeah, like I said, um, if you check it out, please check out the UK version. It's uh, it's really cool. Well, I ain't be dying watching any more of these reality shows. I'm not. <sighs> I'm only watching the Survivor ones because uh, we're gonna coach is gonna be on the show. But other than that, I could probably care less <laughs> about right. any, any of these shows. Um, there was something that I started. Um, cannot remember what it was. Well, let me run this, but I use it real quick. Hopefully, you can jog your memory um the other thing i watched obviously is uh impractical jokers i mentioned it last show back for its 10th season uh, i just wanted to mention real quickly uh in episode two two things one they had a challenge early on where uh they had to say like kind of insulting things to people in the mall and i swear some of the things that they were saying it was just a normal challenge i was like even five years ago, like Murr wouldn't be saying these things. Sal wouldn't be saying these things. If you can just see like the experience, like they've gotten to the point where it actually is very little that they won't do and say. And it's funny to watch the old episodes and to see how even like seemingly easy things they struggled with. But now like some of the craziest stuff like you had to like flat out insult these people in the mall like uh, get off the phone show some respect what are you watching this on um youtube tv shout out to joel while i have it (laughs) i think we have it for a few more days so yeah you can get it on demand then you can just right. look up Impractical Jokers. You don't have to download it or anything like that. You can watch it right away. The first two episodes of season 10 are out. I said uh, on the last episode, the Brett Michaels, uh, Poison, he's episode one. Episode two, their guest is uh, Post Malone, who, interestingly, you probably maybe saw this on Instagram that uh, Q was saying that during this final punishment, that um, the police really truly did get called on them and they almost got in trouble uh, over this final punishment they were playing on uh, that cue that uh, Post Malone was taking part in. And actually seeing it live, I actually was shocked how the guy was going to do it and Sal and Murr like, didn't like let go. Like that you would think that'd be the moment where they'd be like, okay, yeah, like call it, like tell him. And they were like, no, like keep going this and that, tell him this and you're done. And it was like, so yeah, I guess from what uh, Q was saying, uh, the police were called and they really did come. <laughs> hmm. Oh, well, I, I can't remember if it was seven days or 14 days. Because if it's seven days, I, I need to cancel that like tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on that because you don't want to charge. It's like 50, 60 bucks. So you yeah. don't want that hitting, that charge hitting. Um, no. Like I mentioned yeah. before, shout out to Joel. He added me to their family thing, but I don't know how long it's going to last because when I log in, it says like, it appears you're outside the Reno area. So 
at any time, I guess they could stop me. <laughs> Sadly, just put it. Just put it on your phone. I think. No, that's little... where it does. it's on both. It's on my phone and it's on the TV. And yeah, every time it says like, "Hey, are you traveling?" And it's like obviously like it's their account in Reno. Just say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Just say yeah and keep it going. Right. I'm curious to see what happens because, uh, yeah, it's, it's obviously been nice, especially since, uh, uh, league pass expired here on the 11th. So I don't have that now. So now I am leaning on this for my NBA stuff, like right here with, uh, all-star weekend. So. All right. Um, yeah, this, this is a, just a, not a 10 hour show everyone that's why we're kind of all over the place with everything sure, but sure. um star wars moment what's this clip that's going yeah. on little clip i love it so much hopefully everybody's seen it by now it's all over social it started of all places on uh, the app store uh apple app store is the first place i saw it and then the day later it was shared on social everywhere the thing i love about the most you'll see it in the clip if you haven't um is grogu in a chair using the force to spin himself around and then when mando finally stops the chair he uses it to grab a candy from grief karga's desk so my guess is this is from the first episode because basically grief karga is like hey, what's going on? Like the last time I saw you, you were on a mission with this guy and now you're here you are, you're still with him. And he's like, yeah, I completed that mission, but uh, he returned to me. So <laughs> I guess that's, uh, I'm like I said, I'm guessing that's from the first episode in the uh, upcoming season here, March 1st. Yeah, he's about to get that little piece of candy. I love yeah. that he's spinning around. <laughs> hey, I don't. It looked like a, a red hot or something, right? Yeah. He just raised his hand and, shoo, and it went and uh, shot into his hand. All right, now I'm ready for this. Um, I love I him around. <laughs> also, I guess kind of keeping it with Marvel, Disney, and whatever, and Star Wars. The Marvel's poster is out. Yay! Uh, it did get bumped though. It was originally supposed to come out this summer. Uh, July, but it got bumped to November. I could care less about Captain Marvel and Monica. I'm all about Kamala Khan. That's what I'm. That's what I'm ready for. <laughs> I love this poster. Um, she's standing at Kamala Khan stand on the bottom. Um, Captain Marvel's in the middle. I'm glad she grew her hair back because I didn't like the short hair. And uh, Monica Rambo is up top. It's a cool poster. I, I yeah. like it. Really cool. Higher, further, faster, together, and I want to watch um, uh, Miss Marvel again. Was that what it yeah. was? Was that what it was called, Miss Marvel? It was, and I'm glad you brought that up because that also reminds me of something I just recently watched on Disney Plus. They threw up Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It is aimed at younger audiences, but it has that cool street art vibe that Miss Marvel had. So it is actually pretty cool that way. And um, if you're familiar with Raphael Sadiq, he did all like the music for it. It's actually quite musical. Uh, and this might be a turnoff for some, but like to start the episode, the uh, uh, Moon Girl character, 
Luna Lafayette. She's like singing a song. Like I said, this is meant for kids, but um, I found the first episode uh, quite cool. And yeah, like I said, it's meant for kids, but it's got some cool touches to it. I really like the art uh, that they use in it. It's real street style art. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'm just kind yeah, of Moon Girl around. and Dinosaur. Uh, also a comic book, of course. And I mentioned uh, when I talked uh, about my Disney trip a little while back here that uh, walking into the, the web ride, the Spider-Man ride, there's a picture they had of a person playing uh, Moon Girl. It said uh, Luna Lafayette. And I was like, hey, that's cool. So a little inside touch. <laughs> All right, well, I'm getting down closer to the end. These I got to put these kids to bed. I have them. Yeah, screaming. yeah. I was, I was check in. We pretty much covered everything that uh, I've watched since uh, we last spoke. <laughs> yeah, these kids are running up and down the hall, okay. screaming. Seven <laughs> o'clock is their uh, bedtime, and it's uh, six fifty-four here and sunny. Uh, or well, I don't know where you guys are at. It's cold where I am. I'm sure it's probably raining where you are. <laughs> Pretty cold, pretty cold. It is, and uh, hearing 33 where I'm at and where the Zisu is, it is 46. And it says, it, says, <laughs> it says beach hazards. What's going on over there? So that actually happens a lot, especially during these winter months. Anytime it's kind of cold or kind of windy, the waves will be so much that they don't want you out on the beach on the dunes because they it washes completely over it you could be in the water and swept out to sea actually uh if you're familiar with my photography you see sometimes i go out there a lot i love to photograph out there but as the years have gone by like my go-to spots they literally get washed away because of like high waves like tear apart the dunes and sometimes i have a great go-to photo spot and it completely vanishes it gets washed away <laughs> so yeah these waves can shoot up over the dunes like they can go that far like you're not even safe stepping on the dunes so they always put on the weather it's it they actually happens a lot these beach hazards so they're like don't be out there like you seriously could get pulled out to sea I don't know. I wouldn't go out in that water. It's too cold. Even during the summertime, it's, the water's still freezing. But right, right. Um, uh, really quick, do you have a, a just do a track recommendation? Because I'm gonna lead into some music really quick. Uh, yeah, track recommendation. What just do flip I something off the top of your head. My, don't don't look yeah, up anything. Well, no, I'm saying something from my road trip. Okay. Uh, let's go with a Casey Musgraves track. Let's go with Simple Times. All and right. Slow burn. Let me go two for one. Uh, slow burn. I don't like a lot of slow songs, but I uh, love slow burn. All right. Well, everyone, um, if you can be in uh, Oakland, California tomorrow night at the Fox Theater, Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Exodus are going to be tearing up the Fox Theater, and I will be there. So uh, the yeah. show is the show is sold out. So uh, if you didn't get a ticket. Hang out in the front. Maybe someone will have an extra one for you. But um, I saw we saw Anthrax and Black Label Society not too long ago. I mean, Zach Wilde is a good guitar player. I it just his band just wasn't for me. Um, but uh, Exodus uh, Bay Area's uh, San Francisco's own 
is going to be there to start to kick off the show. They're going to be tearing it up, so I'm going to be in there for them. Doors open at 5.30, shows at 6.30, and they pretty much stay on schedule uh, at the Fox, so be there early. Um, Black Den, Black Label Society comes on, and then uh, Anthrax is going to, they're celebrating their 40th anniversary as a band, and I've been there for every single year. So the Anthrax is my favorite band in the world, so I'm going to be there to represent. I'll probably come out, can't even talk, because the last time I saw them in Sacramento, I lost my voice like three songs in. <laughs> but Damn. Um, yeah, I'm ready for that. And for those of you that do uh, know the band Hemorrhage, um, they I've mentioned them before. They had their accident, and they wrecked their uh, their Somebody ran into their bus. They got a new one. They're back in mobile. And they are playing tomorrow night after the Anthrax show. The Fox Theater is on 800 Telegraph Avenue, Oakland, California. They're going to be right there playing out in the front. So as soon as you walk out, boom, there they're going to be. Uh, and I'm ready for them. Last time, I, last time Eric and I saw Hemorrhage, they kind of know us now. Uh, we saw them in, um, after the Merciful Fate show and uh, wherever that Hard Rock place was. Wheatland or something. I don't know where it was. But um yeah, it's gonna be good to see them. Um if you know who they are and you're at the show tomorrow night, pick up a t shirt, buy a CD, support uh indie music and support hemorrhage because they're fucking badass. Can't wait to see them tomorrow. And uh as well. So all you Bay Area Thrashers, if you're there gonna be representing for Exodus, uh, I'll be there as well. And um just everyone um be safe. Uh Downtown, it's not the same as as it used to be. It's a little more gentrified, but it's it's still just keep keeping look over your shoulder. <laughs> so it is Oakland, everyone. So um, but uh, yeah, anything Anthrax, anything Black Label, anything Exodus, anything Hemorrhage, listen to them. I won't pick any tracks because they're uh forty years of Anthrax. We I mean, got forty years worth of music to listen to. So have at it. As well as Exodus, they've been around. Uh, for not 40 years, they're, they're getting close to it. But uh, with that, everyone, uh, come back. Uh, we will have more movies. I'm still doing my Oscar watch. I was going to start a movie last night, but I was just too tired. Um, Which one? Which one? Just shout it out. Uh, what the hell was it? I forgot already. Um, no. Um, they're talking or whatever? No. The uh, uh, Triangle of Sadness. I was going to sit there and we'll watch something sad. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, everyone, um, if you guys have seen that, if you've seen that movie, just, is it a, do I need to bring out the tissues? I don't know. <laughs> we shall see. But uh, yeah, follow us on Facebook. Just search East Society or Magnus Podcast. Shoot on over to Anchor. Listen to everything over there. Um, Mike and I recorded something. It'll be over on Anchor. We're talking about that uh, Children of the Corn uh, remake trailer and we kind of veered into some other things so go over and listen to that once I, it'll be up uh probably after this shoot on over to youtube check out the few videos we got there shoot on over to t public pick up a e-society shirt or a magnus podcast shirt uh please represent the show for us uh follow us on twitter e-society pod at magnus pod at theo zisu instagram e-society podcast at the Zisu, at Magnez Pod, follow Taylor and I's Blu-ray pa- pages at Blu-ray Taylor at Blu-ray uh, Nez. Follow us on TikTok, East Society Pod. Oh, really quick, um, the guy that reached out to me, uh, I am not selling any of those pops that are behind me. 
Uh, he mentioned he saw the uh, Iron Maiden Eddie Chase. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not giving that up <laughs> at, at all. Uh, if you listen to the show, I don't know if he listens to the show or not, but he kind of messaged me on TikTok. I want to know if I was going to sell it. No, <laughs> I don't. Um, no, nah, this is that. That's my favorite Eddie sculpt, uh, favorite song from Iron Maiden. Uh, shout out to the the Zisu and uh, Rachel. The, yeah, I'm not. No, that's not go. That's staying right where it's at. <laughs> so anything behind me in those videos, nothing is for sale, everyone. So just yeah, uh, save your time on messaging me for it. Um, if I did want to sell anything, uh, it'll I will let you guys know. But right now, no. Uh, I need I need all of this stuff. <laughs> But with that, everyone, please be safe out there. Uh, again, shout out to Sam. You rule, brother. Thank you so much for representing for us. And, uh, yeah, come back next week for more. Again, we like I said, we dropped four or five episodes for you already, so listen to all those. Uh, the Zisu and Eric will be back with uh, – when is episode seven? When is that? Uh, I think it's six because, yeah, there's four left. So okay. Sunday night, so – Anytime after that, probably yeah, any, next, I imagine. Yeah, whenever they, they, they'll they'll Eric knows how to set it all up now. So yeah, whenever that is, uh, get everyone. Um, I'm gonna try to catch up because I want to try to be on that last uh, episode of uh, The Last yes, of Us. So I'll try to I'll zip through it all and so I can uh, join the conversation on that one. But that's the awesome. uh, and Eric's deal because I don't play the video game. Well, I did, but I I didn't play it enough to to chime in. Here our last episode because while we did we couldn't we can't not talk about the game but i felt like uh we covered more of the show <laughs> yeah I, I did listen to it um you guys need to stay you guys are on top of each other mainly eric and i think i, I need to tell eric how to um not be so close to the microphone because right now i'm a, a good distance away from it for me listening to it he sounded like he was this close to it so, but, oh, um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell him not to be so close. So if some of you were complaining, he's got a deep voice. So, but um, those are two good episodes. I kind of really don't know what the hell you guys were talking about, but I, sure. I was listening to them because they're, they're not very long. But yeah, and we loved <laughs> we loved episode five, our favorite episode. Uh, had a lot of fun talking with him about that. So if you haven't, definitely check out that episode. Uh, we've covered the whole series so far, but that's. Uh, definitely been my favorite one to cover and i felt like we hit a good mix of show and game <laughs> yeah for for those that did that, that uh haven't listened to those episodes yet they're full of spoilers so full full we do yeah. give the warning this time we hadn't before but we got the reminder so <laughs> <laughs> try to watch the the show before you listen to those yeah. uh everyone <laughs> but uh, even if you don't watch that show or Download it for us because those numbers help us. <laughs> so, right. uh, but yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, come back uh, next week um, and everything else. Again, go over to the horrorreturns.com for everything over there dealing with them. I am a part of that network. So, yeah, shout out to uh, all, all of them. And uh, we will be at Texas Frightmare in April. Uh, oh, as well as I'm, sh I'm going to uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City for uh, Indigipop X. That's going to be going on, I think, the second week of March. Uh, I'm going to be there, as well as Oki Podcast, Toke Signals, and the rest of the gang. So we'll be out there doing uh, whatever. So, But if you're there, yeah, be there. And What's up, man? I either have my Magnus or E-Society shirt on, one, one of them. But um, 
be good to go out there and see everyone. I've been out there for a while. But with that, everyone, again, be safe wherever you're at, whatever part of the world you're at. Just just be safe and uh, come back for more. So uh, until then, oh, really quick, um, this this episode was dedicated to my mother-in-law, uh, my mom, Pat Lamar. Um, oh, fuck. She um, went to be with the old ones. Um, she had a, a long, long journey. Uh, I, I love her to death. Um, we're all gonna miss her, and uh, she knows uh, what we're what we're doing here on the East Society. And she was proud of everything we've done, um, as well as my my show and everything. She loved. I don't know if she ever listened, but she loved what we were doing, and it was it was good for me to get out all this nonsense in my head for you guys so but she uh, she was a supporter of, of the show um we love her and we're gonna miss her so um please uh keep her in your prayers and your thoughts yep, uh, as well so but with that again mom i love you and, and we will miss you we'll see you again uh, on the other side and uh with that everyone please please be safe out there wherever you're at and we love you all Thank you so much. We do this for you and you do this for us. So, yeah, man, nothing, nothing but love going out to all of you that are hearing this. And I say this every week. We love you. So until next week or next time, party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time. Have fun. Be safe. And we'll see you next time, East Society.